Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. We are into the 9 o'clock hour. All right, some combine stuff uh, from yesterday. Uh, if you're a Houston Texan fan, we already love C.J. Stroud, but this stuff like this is, is pretty cool to see. Cade Stover who is uh, he's an Ohio State tight end who's coming out in the draft. Uh, good, yeah. good player. Good player. If the Texans drafted Cade Stover on, on you know, say, like day two, that would be exciting. Um, he got pretty emotional when he talked about possibly playing with C.J. Stroud again. Have you met with the Houston Texans, Cade Stover? Yeah, I met with them last night. Uh, another unbelievable meeting. Uh, it means so much to go back with C.J. I mean, we were captains together two years ago, and I mean, he was from – Rancho Cucamonga, California, and I'm from Mansfield, Ohio, polar opposite sides of the world. And, but I, I couldn't tell you how how much respect and how close I really was with that guy just for his pure knack of wanting to win and my pure knack of wanting to win. Uh, I'd love nothing more than to go reunite with him. You say like, reunite or reignite? Reunite with him. I, like, I, 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 almost, I almost thought he said reignite, and that got me excited. <laughs> that was more like, yeah, this kid's... This kid's genuinely cut. This might be Muhammad Ali. Yeah. That's a, who the hell says reignite? That's awesome. He's no, uh, um Yeah, that like obviously that's uh that that's a, a match that I'm sure CJ would be interested in too. Although he's got Dalton now too. He does. Yeah. Sometimes you're you know, sometimes when your high school friends meet your college friends, it's uh <laughs> it's not the match made in heaven Dude. that you think it's gonna be. <laughs> I uh that, that always worked out well for me. My high school friends got along with my college friends pretty well. Yeah, I was pretty lucky with that. Yeah, too. I was lucky with that. But you're right. You're right. Like it's because uh, most of my high school friends were drug dealers by the time they uh, met my college friends. So they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. There's some synergy. Symbiotic. Here. Yeah, 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 some synergy between. I'm these joking, two kids. That's a, that is a genuinely 100 percent of a joke. Yeah. Um, Don't Kate, smoke grass. Kate Stover. Kate Stover though is a. Uh, he is farm strong, Seth. He's, he's one of yeah, your he's people. Farmer Gronk. I yeah. forgot. One of our listeners reminded me, and I feel so dumb that I forgot they call him Farmer Gronk. I, I, that's here. the first I'd heard that. I didn't yeah, know. no, you can get all kinds. Of, I'm sure he made a boatload of nil money on selling Farmer Gronk T-shirts and yeah. everything. Yeah, but he is. Uh, he did grow up on a farm. I'm not so sure what kind of a farm yet. I got to find out what kind of a farm. Yeah, some of the farming's a little easier than some of the other farming. The um, so. yeah, the, yeah, no, it's type of farming. We need to find that out on Cade Stover. He's from rural Ohio, so whatever it is, they farm in Ohio. Sewage? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pollution. Stupid Ohio. I grew up on a pollution farm in He's rural the, Ohio. They happen to have a couple of gas wells on their uh, on their right. land, and he calls. Right. He, th- he thinks he's a gas farmer. I um I have a hard time with the Texans right now, 
and the draft, and when I'm talking about the draft, I'm really talking about like first, second, and third round. From the fourth round on, it, they can do whatever they want. Like that's true best mm-hmm. player available territory, I think. Um, I'd like them to get a running back somewhere along the way. Um, but like, I have a hard time. Like when I hear that, I hear that quote, and then I get into a Cade Stover highlight wormhole, and I'm like, "Wow, this kid's a really good player." Certainly in the passing game, he's he's potentially a great player. Um, I have a hard time going. How would I feel if they drafted Cade Stover until I see how they handle free agency? Because they have so many spots that are open right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's ten there's ten starting spots where the free agents that um, are either leaving or need to be signed back. So when you start talking about what's the position of need, they're all a position of need. Yes. Uh, I guess, you know, it's funny. I was looking at the, the, pers- the, the chance of success, like the probability of success by position. And linebacker is one of the highest probabilities of success in the draft. So you draft linebackers, they tend to do better. Uh, like, and I think maybe part of that's built in in the first round. Taking them in the first round. Now, I don't think they're going to take it. I'd, I'd be very surprised if they take an off-ball linebacker in the first round this year. Um, but that is a position of need for the Texans. Mm-hmm. And, and I think some of that might be – it can be an advantage for the Texans that linebacker is such an important part of this defense. Like The way D'Amico sets things up, if you can just visualize without getting too technical, you got two wide defensive ends that funnel everything to the inside. Yeah. Because of that, your linebackers – have a huge responsibility in the run game on the inside, but at the same time, they got to be fast enough to get out in their coverage responsibilities. So it's not as simple as just sticking some big galoot back there um, and thinking like, ah, linebackers aren't that important. Linebackers are really important in this defense. So because linebackers are kind of under, undervalued, um, I think that works out to the Texans' advantage that you don't necessarily have to pay as much in, in free agency uh, or, or spend as high a draft pick on them. And you know maybe this year it ends up being one of the, the second or third round pick as a as a linebacker. Yeah, um, I do think one of the things, and we'll get to the more of the combine stuff here, including flat Earth theories. Should you espouse your flat Earth theories at your combine media session? But as long as we're talking about the draft, I I I, I thought about this yesterday. Um, you know, we're starting to see shuffling of players. We'll start to see that a lot with the combine and pro days and. We'll hear about the the, the meetings at on site, the top thirty players, or you know the thirty on site meetings teams can have. There'll be all kinds of shuffling. I think the thing we can count on in this draft, Seth, is that there's going to be a bunch of quarterbacks that go pretty high. I think the Texans are picking twenty third. I think there's at least four quarterbacks that go before the Texans pick. Texans don't need a quarterback. I think there's going to be, from what I've seen, several offensive linemen go off the board in this. This is a really strong draft in the first round for offensive linemen. Texans are not going to be in the offensive line market in the first round, I don't think. Um, starting wide receiver. I think the Texans need wide receivers, but I think they're set with in terms of the tippy top with Nico Collins and Tank Dell. So the fact that Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze, maybe one or two other guys, yeah. could all go before 23. My point with all this is that it, the Texans are in a great spot to get a guy at a position of need for them because there's going to be at least 12 to 15 guys that go in front of them that the Texans would never have been in on in the first place. You know, like it's they're like they're going to be my guess is their big board probably I don't know, they teams do their big board different ways. 
I just feel like there's going to be so many picks on draft night. We're like, all right, well, the Texans weren't in on that guy. They weren't I, in on that guy, you know? You know, it's funny. I was, uh, when I was streaming the other day, I just asked people to send me the recommendations of, like, the wide receivers that they like. You know, not the top, not the very top tier guy, but the guys that might be available 23 and on um, or in the second round. And I, it's all over the place. I mean, there's just, there's so many guys to like. There, I probably got. 10 different guys that people are in love with. Um, So it does, it gives you some versatility there. And that's where going into the draft without feeling like you're going to have to stretch or reach is a good place to be because then you can be careful about what you do trade for. You know, if you feel desperate, you don't want to feel desperate. Like I got to trade up. I got to trade up here. Um, And that's like, like wide receivers. One of those spots where, I think without putting any thought in it at all, the Texans should feel pretty comfortable about being able to get a guy that they like in the second or third round. Yep. Um, Taylor Owens. Is it Taylor or Tyler? Taylor Owens. Uh, Texas Tech. Safety. Supposed to run a pretty good 40 when he gets a chance to run. Well, he claims he's going to run a 40. He claims, he, yeah, right. He, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's he's supposed <laughs> to, according to Taylor Owens, run a really yeah. fast 40. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, he, We don't have great audio on this, but Seth, you were kind enough to transcribe it here. Oh, um, yeah. He, he uh, I don't some, have it in front of me. He, okay. had some theories, he had some theories on outer yeah. space. That I, I would say he probably should have kept to himself. Seth, you may feel differently, but what did he have I, to say to the people? Okay, so Brent Sobleski was the reporter who recorded this, and he asked him, he must have known something about Owens' uh, feelings about space. About outer space. We're not even talking flat earth yet, everybody, okay? Yet. We're talking space. Yeah. Uh, Owens said, I don't believe in space. I'm real religious, so I think like we're in a room right now. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. I don't know. I like, by the way, yeah, the implication that somehow, oh, really religious people don't believe in space. Uh, they, apparently, that's the test. If you're not, if you're super religious and you believe in space, mm. duh, <laughs> enjoy your time in hell. Um, Sobleski follows up. He says, uh, what led you to that point to believe that? Owen says, I really, I used to believe in the heliocentric thing. Like, we used to revolve around the sun and stuff. But used then, to. like, I, I started seeing flat earth stuff, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. And they started up bringing up valid points and stuff. I mean, could be real. 
Couldn't be. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you've done more research on this than I have. Like the, the not not the not the actuality. <laughs> on whether or not the Earth. No, 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 no. Not the, the sun, no. I was going to say not the actuality of the Earth being flat. Yeah. But on the mindset of the people who espouse yeah. this, I feel like you've dug into this more than I have. What is their explanation for all of the footage that we have of the Earth being a gigantic ball? Oh, there's all kinds. If you go to YouTube, honestly, there's some like really, really well-produced things that like still don't make sense. Yeah. If, you, if you understand, they prey on people that like, there's a lot of people out there that say, well, listen, I don't believe the earth is round just because they told me that's what it was in school. And I'm like, no, listen, when they told you that in school, they also showed you various things about the way shadows are in different spots on earth at different times, yes. the way the ship goes over the horizon, right. um, the way when you climb up in a skyscraper, you can see further to the horizon. Than before. Like They give you so many ways, so many they ways do. to show that the earth is round. Um, but if you're somebody that ignored all that and you believe that like people believe the earth is round just because that's what they tell you in school, uh, it's like I could see why they believe in it. But I honestly, I, like that's sort of the, I'm not saying I endorse them believing in it. Yeah. I can see why they, like Kyrie Irving, there's no excuse. Um, but not believing in space. I don't think even the flat earthers believe that there's no space. Right. Like I believe that they think there's some distance between the sun and the earth. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe they don't. Maybe they think like. Does he think the sun is like two miles up in the sky? I don't know what the or guy something. Thinks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> now, would this affect your evaluation of him if you were an NFL no. front office? Not a bit. Not not, not one not, tiny bit. Not one. Other tiny Other than bit. I feel like I might be able to victimize him in contract negotiations. <laughs> okay. If, if anything, this <laughs> if might anything, be a positive. It makes him more draftable. Sean, I never. I was more divisive <laughs> in the <laughs> locker room. If Caleb Williams steps up to the mic today and starts flat earthing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What were you going to say about the locker room? I got to hear this. Oh, okay. So, you know what? Uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey, I can't remember. I think it was Travis Kelsey was telling the story about how some coach was walking around while they were stretching, saying, like, there's nobody on this team that believes the earth is flat. And Travis Kelsey said something like, um, uh, I wouldn't be so sure about that. And, like, immediately – the guy next to him in the stretch line said, I mean, how do you know it is round? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there's at least a few guys. Um, and then also, and if a guy's a flat earther, yeah. like some guys in the locker room might make fun of him, some, some stuff, you know, do this or that. But like, they're not going to get bent out of shape about it unless they start trying to push it on your kids or something. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I would say, honestly, I probably caused more divisiveness with certain members in the locker room by insisting that the earth was older than 6,000 years mm. old. Like, that was like, I got in some heated debates oh. with people who adamantly believe that, no, it's you know, like there's a specific timeline and everything. Sure, sure. And, like, and, I, and I think to this day, some of them I still have chilled relationships with. Yeah. Not because I, I, I'm open to everybody, um, but because they feel like it's, uh, I, was a little too, I was a little too wacky and out there. I'm not going to... You got to remember where, like, I went to school in the Northeast. Yeah. And, you know, where, you know, it's a lot different than in the Deep South. Yes. And then I immediately went to, like, a team in the Deep South where it was like one of the first super strong evangelical locker rooms. And it was a culture shock, man. Yeah, um, yeah I got in, I ended up getting in all kinds of debates about 
evolution and everything. Yeah, no, I'd be more of a I'd be more of a locker room issue than the guy who doesn't believe in outer space in certain yes. locker rooms. Yeah, or planets, mind you. He doesn't yeah. believe in planets. Planets either. either yeah. Something that you can see with your naked eye or a telescope. Uh, he does not. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I was. Uh, you I mean you kind of alluded to it. Well, you and I played a game yesterday called Guess That Perp, where you read headlines yeah. to me with the name of the player removed from the headline. If I were going to play Guess That Teammate with your little game here of people that got uptight with your views on the age <laughs> yeah. of the earth. I'm not going to play it because I don't want to put well, you in that I don't that know. Spot. Yeah, and I wouldn't say – I wouldn't. He, I don't think he'd mind. Like there was one notable guy. I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know, people change their ideas and beliefs yeah, over yeah, time or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Um, um, I don't want him to get painted by as a heathen in that cult that he belongs to. You at to, least but. confirmed which team it was that you were on that this was oh, an no, issue. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It was big. When I got there, it was like kind of there was a rift between the old school NFL and like the new age where nowadays – that's why I found it so hilarious when people thought that Tebow was being persecuted because of his religion. Yeah. The majority of NFL players identify as evangelical Christians, not mm-hmm. just Christian, but evangelical Christians. Yeah. Um, you know, born again. Like they're very, very – it's a very religious place in NFL locker room. Yep. Um, so it's nonsense that Tebow was somehow discriminated against because of it. But uh, but there were like at the time there were a lot of guys that were like, all right, yeah, listen, I believe in God. Don't be questioning my belief in God. But I'm going to go drink some damn beers. He's like, get out of my face. <laughs> you know, uh, there were guys that were. Uh, this was a big, big, big argument in the locker room my rookie year between um, some guy who was like a tenth year veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, had ESPN on and body shaping was on. Yeah, and oh, one yeah. of the one of the God Squad came through and, and turned off the TV because we didn't oh. need to have body shaping. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would have been my least. It got ugly, teammate. man. Yeah. The arguments over body shaping were dude, big back dude. then. I used to live with a couple of buddies right out, when I was right out of college. We had a condo. We split. We rented, and one of my buddies in particular had to get up super early every morning for his job. And, yeah. and I would get up while he was still like kind of eating breakfast and stuff is about when I would get up. And I swear to God, 80% of the time, my buddy Jay would be sitting there on the couch with a bowl of cereal, scooping it into his mouth with a dazed look on his face, watching body shaping, Kiana. watching yeah. body, watching Kiana on body shaping. I, I'm, I'm not even lying. I, I'm, I'm not I even. miss body shaping. Like not even just for the, it was motivational, Yeah, you know? It was like it was some fit dudes working out with some fit women on the beach. You're like, ah, oh, I got to get on that level. That was a big uh, thing. That's how you got your workouts in back in the day, watching ESPN <laughs> in mid-mornings. That's how all the housewives got their workouts in. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Um, I got asked a fair question by somebody in response to a trade proposal yesterday on Twitter. It was a Stefan Diggs trade proposal that I thought was just silly. But a fair question. All right, Sean, you don't want Saquon. You don't want Diggs. Who is it that you do want? This offseason. So I've got it for you. I've got my free agent wish list within the Texans budget coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? Bow, bow, bow. 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.